0: Hi, I'm Pastor Robbie Barrett, and I want to take this time to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen to a life-changing word from God, and I pray that as you listen to these podcasts, that it will shape your way of thinking, and that you will be walking in the fullness of what God has for you. And now, on Prophetic Faith. and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here at Prophetic Faith. I'm Pastor Robbie Bear and tonight we're going into part two of the progressive faith. Now in this part we're learning, now we, we graduated from baby steps and walking, now we're to the point where we're ready to take our Father's Word as it is. Now you see, a great thing about a child is that a child will believe anything that you say. Now somehow, some way, we've graduated for that, and we've got too sophisticated to now that we need a sign, we need a wonder, we need something else to believe God. But we're going to see in this message that one of the greatest places that faith can be is this statement right here, Thy Word is sufficient. If you want to know what I'm talking about, let's tune in right now, call a friend, tell them to listen to this message. I'll see you in just a moment. Be blessed. Colossians 3.20, let's read this right here. It says, children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Now, maybe some of you might be saying, why in this world do you got some... There's maybe one or two little babies in here, not a child in here, and you talking about children obeying your parents. My kids need to hear... Come on, somebody. My kids need to hear this, right? But I'm talking to you. What Crockett? You had what's it, What did you say? Because God is our Father, right? So if He's our Father, then we are. Who are we? His children. So He's talking to you. Somebody say He's talking to me. So this is what God says. He says, "Children, obey your parents. Listen to what they say. <clears throat> Go by their word. For this is what well pleasing." To the Lord, this pleases him, right? This makes him happy. How many's in the business of pleasing God? You better be, amen? I mean, I, I'm telling you, the greatest satisfaction that I ever have, I mean, the greatest reward, if I go through something or something like that, the greatest reward I receive is not the manifestation. Let me tell you what it is. is when God says, well done. Oh, that just makes me melt. I'm telling you. Or when he says, you did good, or you've been faithful, or you bring me much joy. When he says stuff like that, I'm just all tore up. Why? Because I have such a zeal to please him. Amen? And if you are a child of God in here this morning, that is your zeal. Your zeal is to please him. how do we please him? Now, first and foremost, now we learned last week about progression, didn't we? What is progression? Let's do a little recap. It's the process of developing or moving gradually towards a more advanced state. Do you arrive tomorrow? No. So this is to encourage you in here. Some of you, sometimes you may beat yourself up where my faith's not where it should be or or my love's not where it should be or this and that. I'm not at the place where I want to be. We'll get there. But you know how you get there? One day at a time gradual steps amen we learned last week on how a baby develops right what do they do they start walking amen and they've got that faith even though they fall many times they've got that faith they've got that attitude i'm gonna walk why because what remember what we said they see their parents doing it amen what do we live by jesus said he said i do what i see my father do Amen. So what? What do we do? We look at God and we see what he's doing and we say, I want to do that. And we know that we can do that, right? And we know that we can copy him, as uh, Arlene said. Why? Because he said, the works that I do, shall you do what? Also in what? Greater. So we know that we are to have that same mindset. That's why our own kids have that same mindset. They want to be like mama and daddy. Well, that ought to be our heart with God. We want to be like God. Can somebody say amen? So it's a gradual process. So I said this verse because not only is God pleased when children obey their parents. Come on, somebody. Make your kids obey you. I don't have to tell you that. Make your kids obey you. Now, whose whose responsibility is that? It's not the world's. If you let the world do it, the world will do it in a jail cell. Y'all better talk to me. So you do it. So they don't end up there. Amen? So watch. But on the flip side, God is just as well pleased, if not more, when we obey Him. Come on. Now, how many knows, let me tell you something, you will live a hard life if you don't learn how to walk in obedience unto God. I'm telling you. Now, listen, and I know that we live in a society that says, you know, God is pleased with me, I love God, and God loves me, and God loves everybody, and everything's okay, and, you know, they uh, uh, light up a joint or something like that and go on about their merry way, but that's not the case. God has a standard, amen? How many knows what this is right here? How many knows what this is? The Bible, the Word of God, right? Most of your Bibles will say it's the Holy Bible. Now, what is in this? There, in here, God tells you what pleases Him and what doesn't. Very simple, right? Now, what it, we know, now, and He even states in here, He says, when you do what's pleasing to me, you'll have blessings in your life. Did he not say that? Amen? Just like it's no different that when your child does what you tell them to do, you reward them, right? If you tell them not to do something and they do it anyways, do you say, okay, here you go, here's a popsicle? No. You punish them, right? Right. It's no different, church. Now, you've got a lot of people today that don't listen to a word God says, Their life is a wreck. Their life's in ruins. And then they want to get mad at God. When God told you what to do, it's very simple. If you want to know what God says, just open the book and it's to you. Somebody say, this is written to me. It's written to nobody else but you. Amen. It's written all for you so that you can know what God says. Now, I'm saying all this to lay the foundation this morning of part two of this. Because our faith is ever progressing. If your faith is at a point where it has arrived, your faith is dying. Did you hear what I said? I, and I said this last week. I don't care if you receive every promise you ever dreamed of tomorrow. You say, what then? Dream bigger. Go higher. Go deeper. You never let your faith become stagnant. Never let it get in cruise control and just say, well, you know what? I've got everything I ever wanted. God has so much for you. Watch this. He said, I want to do for you beyond your imagination. So if you've got everything that you've ever wanted, it's time to let God do above what you've even asked or thought of. Can somebody say amen? So faith is always progressing. It's always learning. It's always developing. That's what it was designed to do. Now, we are learning here the simplicity of faith. And how it develops gradually and stronger and stronger. Now, write this down. Faith in the now creates your tomorrow. Let me say it again. Faith in the now creates your tomorrow. How many wants a certain tomorrow? Raise your hand. You want a certain tomorrow. Now, I know we've been taught in church that you don't know what tomorrow holds. You don't know what tomorrow holds. That's not scripture. Come on. We, don't, we, are, we ought to know the will of God in our life, amen? We ought to know where, we, where He's taken us, the destiny, the purpose He's called us to do. That should, that should be in our knowledge, amen? He said, if any man lack of wisdom, let him what? Ask of God. And believe in that, He'll show you, and He'll what? He'll reveal it unto you. He'll show you. So watch, faith in the now. So I I, here's the here's the key thing that I want you to get from last week. Start right where you are. You say I don't have a whole lot of faith. Hey, do you have some faith? Well, yeah, I do. Then you're a candidate, right? Because the Bible says the moment you get saved, that God gives every man what a measure of faith. So now, guess what? You've began. You are ready to start this journey with God. God is ready to pull you out of your situations, your circumstances, and your troubles. How? How's he going to do it? By faith. By faith. Watch this. Write this down. If it's possible in the natural, then it's impossible with God. If it's possible in the natural, then it's impossible with God. You say, what are you saying? That, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does because the only place that God operates is in the impossible. Matter of fact, watch this. If you can do it yourself, it doesn't take faith. Come on. So I'm, talk, I'm dealing with the areas that you know that you can't do it. You can't pay it off. You can't get out of that. You can't turn that around. Those are the areas that I want to deal with today. And I'm telling you that God wants to take the faith, the measure of faith that you have right now, and use it to get you to where you want to be. How many wants out of your troubles? Come on. How many wants out of your circumstances? How many wants things to turn around in your life? Then listen to me today. Let your faith progress. Because that's what God is designed to do. As I told you what God told me last week. He said, I've given you all you needed to get, to get everything you ever desired. And I was looking around, I was saying, what? How in the world? How, you know, I don't have that. And I, I began to look at all my resources around me in the natural. But that's not what God was talking about. What was he talking about? How many of you remember what I said? He said, I've given you faith. That's all that's needed. Amen. He said, faith unlocks every door. Glory to God. Faith unlocks everything. Did the woman with the issue of blood have her healing? She only had it by what? Faith. Come on. She only had it by faith. The widow that was in so much debt that her kids were going to be sold off into slavery to pay for the debt. Did she have enough money to pay off the debt? No. But by faith, the oil kept flowing. Are y'all listening to me? I said faith pulls you into the supernatural. Say that with me. Faith pulls me into the supernatural. Now, if, in case you don't realize something, that supernatural is greater than the natural. That's why many TV shows you see today, it's all about the supernatural, right? People's got supernatural abilities. One of my favorite things is Superman. I just think Superman is awesome. Why? Because he's supernaturally strong. Amen? He defies logic. He defies the odds. And that's what I love about that. And guess what? Faith makes you the same way like Superman. Faith causes you to defy logic. You want an example in the Word of God? What was Peter doing when he stepped out of the boat? He was defying logic. How? By faith. How many knows men don't walk on water? Come on, somebody, talk to me. Men don't walk on the water. Where do they go? If you step in the water, guess what happens? You're going all the way down. You're going to sink. Amen? But faith pulls you into the supernatural. Hallelujah. So let me say it one more time. Faith in the now creates your tomorrow. Turn to your neighbor and say, start now. Start now. Don't wait, don't put it off, start now. What did we learn on preventative faith? We learned the most important thing is don't wait until something happens. Start now. Start now. Prepare now, get ready. John 14, 23. Listen to what this says. It says, Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man loves me, he will keep my words. Now we're going to get down to this. If a man loves me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come and unto him and make our abode in him. Who's he talking about? Somebody say the Holy Ghost. Amen? Next verse. He that loves me not keeps not my sayings. The word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. So case in point, watch this right here. John 15 7 watch watch this right here John 15 7 if you abide in me and my words abide in you you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you you say why did you read all that as I said we live in a society today that shouts and screams God is love God is love God is love he's this he's that he's compassionate he's merciful he's all these things while all that is true And then they go around and live how they want to live and justify it. But here's what I love about the Word of God. Somebody say, hey. Here's what I love about the Word of God. The Word of God is not opinionated. It doesn't care about your opinions. It doesn't care about your philosophies. The Word of God is truth and that's what it is. Amen. And here's what the Word of God says. He says, if you truly love me, you're going to obey my word. And if you try to twist and pervert my word, you don't love me. So guess what? That separates a majority of people that says that they're in the will of God and all this other stuff because it doesn't matter what your opinion is. God says if you're not obeying your father, if you're truly my child, you're going to listen to what I say for you to do. Come on, somebody. And if you don't, then guess what he said? He said, you don't love me. Amen. You don't love me. Now, so it's very clear that God is very concerned with us walking in obedience. Amen. He's very concerned about us literally living by His Word. Did He not say that? He said man should not live by bread alone. That's for all you keto folks. Come on. He said eat some bread. Amen. Amen. He said you don't live by bread alone. Or let me say like it's carbs. But he said by every word. By every word. Somebody say every word. What does that mean? Every word that proceeds out of his mouth. Is he still talking today? Yes. Did this proceed out of his mouth? Yes. Let me shock y'all this morning. You see this right here? This is just as much a manifestation of God in the flesh as Jesus was. Y'all know that. You say, I want to see God in the flesh. Here he is. That's how powerful this is. And we use it as a coffee table ornament. Or to put it on a shelf so people say, oh, they read the Bible. Right? Come on. Y'all know how it is. This is God in physical form, just as much as Jesus was while he was here on this earth. So, what did he say? He said, if my word abides in you, and you abide in my word, you can ask what you will, and it shall be done. Everybody catches that last part. I can ask what I will, and it shall be done. Hallelujah. Well, hold on. Look at the first part. He said, if if you abide in my word, what's that mean? Open your Bible and do what? Read it. He said, what did he say to do with this word? He said, get it in your eyes. He said, get it in your ears. He said, put it in your heart. Put it on your mouth. What did he say? He said, meditate on it night and day. What's that doing? That is you getting in the word. But then look at the last part. He says, and my word abide in you. Now, how does that happen? Now, here's what he's talking about. Let me help you this morning. Remember, we're keeping this simple. How's he what's he talking about? How many knows, how many's had conversations with people? I mean conversations. And somebody asks you, hey, what'd you and -and so-and-so talk about? I don't even remember. You put that word, watch this. You put that word in you, but guess what? You wasn't into that word. Listen to what I'm saying now. You wasn't into that word. Now, how many knows? You know when you are paying attention and listening to something, don't you? Especially if you're watching your favorite TV show, you like this. And somebody tries to come talk to you. shh. shh, shh, shh. Now, if you come to my house, I'm watching preaching, and one of the kids might try to come and talk. I say, I'm watching preaching right now. You say, why? Because that's precious. Are you hearing me? That's that's the word of God. That's the word of life. But see, you know when you're into something and when you're not. See, there are people that quote this word all the time, uh, hear this word. I mean, they listen to it all the time. But they don't get into it. How many of you watch this, when you are into something, whether it's a physical activity or whatever, when you're into something, what do you do? You give your best. Amen? Ain't nobody got to tell you, hey, hey amen, get on fire about this. No. Nobody even has to tell you. Amen? Some, some people like uh, you men in here, you like sports. You probably know Every stat. Who did what last Sunday? Come on. Why? Because you're into it. Listen to what I'm saying. You're into it. But watch this. You may have went to to some uh, movie with your wife or something. It was a love story. And you don't remember one thing about that movie. Did you listen to it? Did you hear the word? Yes, you did. Did you see the, the, the screen? Yes, you did. But guess what? You didn't get into that Word. What God is saying is, He said, watch this. He said people are getting the Word in them, but they're not getting into the Word. Meaning they've got this attitude. Okay, I need to read the Word today. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Okay, this one but got this one and this right here. And then they go about their business. But see, when the Word begins to get in you, you get excited about it. How many knows what I'm talking about? It's like I said, shh, 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 I'm paying, this is my favorite part, right? See, you get into the Word. And see, what God is saying today is if your faith, if it's ever going to progress, you've got to get into it, amen? How many knows you've got to get into church to get something out of church? If you come in here with this nasty old attitude, well, I just, I dare you to move me. You know what I mean? you got that attitude. You're not going to get anything. But if you come in here with a praise in your heart, come on, and a worship about you that says, I'm ready to see God move, you will never fail from seeing God move in the house. Can somebody give him some praise this morning? That's why he said, get my word in you, but get into my word. Yeah, get into me. Get excited. Let me become the most important thing in your life. Amen? And see, ladies and gentlemen, I've come to the point where as often as I can, I'm getting the Word of God in me. Whether I'm listening to a podcast or or reading it or listening on television, whatever I can do, I'm getting the Word in me. Why? Because I'm in the Word. I'm into it. It excites me. Why? Because I know it can change my life. Amen? Now, if it, was a ju- if it was just a good book that, you know, tickled my emotions, it made me cry a little bit or whatever, but it never changed anything, I probably wouldn't be into it. But you see, this Word has the power to change every situation that you could ever possibly go through. Do you understand that this morning? That it has the power. See, Isaiah said, he said, As the rain and snow fall from heaven and waters the earth and brings forth the seed that makes the bud that causes what give seed to the sower and bread to the eater he said so, so is my word that comes forth out of my mouth it will accomplish what i please." amen can somebody say that god is good for his word one of the things that i've always stuck with with my ministry all through the years is that you can take god at his word now look at the centurion Jesus said, Your faith have I not seen in all of Israel. And this faith that He's shown literally amazed and all—it was awestruck to Jesus. It awestruck Him. Why? Because He said, I take you at your word. Your word is enough for me. You just speak and I know it's going to be done. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? You've got a word. You've got a Bible full of things that God has said that he will do and he'll stick by his word every single time what you need to understand is that situations do not have the power to change the Word of God but the Word of God has the power to change every situation. Hallelujah! and so you stand on that word your father said this I want you to get that your father said this This is not just some God speaking. He's your heavenly Father, and He spoke this to you. And you can do just as your child will believe everything that you say to them, no matter how impossible. If you say, I'm going to do this for you, what happens? Their face lights up. Why? Because they take you at your word. God wants us to do the same thing. Now, let's take Him at His word today. What do you believe in God for? Now, the enemy may say, you can't have it. People may say, you can't have it but we've got his word. Amen. He said, I will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you could ever ask or think of according to my power working in you. So let's pray right now. Let's join faith. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for those right now that are believing for the impossible. I mean just a mind-blowing, Lord. The things that you said you want to do in their life, it may it may be hard for them to grasp in the natural. That's why we're not trying to grasp it in the natural. We are simply taking your word for it. And Father, I thank you that you're, for your integrity, for your faithfulness, for you always doing what you say. Now, the world says sometimes you do and sometimes you don't. But you say every promise in you is yes, and in you it's always amen. We're standing right there concerning our health, concerning our finances, concerning anything. We're standing all that now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it in advance. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Hold on to that word. He said, the ones that bring forth a good harvest are those that hear the word and keep it. Don't you let go of it. Don't back down from it for one second. Now, for those of you that want to contact this ministry, that want to let us know, please let us know if you're being touched, your life's been changed, something God's done for you, a testimony, let us know these things. It encourages us. I read every single one of your, your letters and it touches me and blesses me when you write to me. And also, if you would like to become a faith partner, if you've been watching this, we've been a little over a year now on this station, and you know we're going to so many homes throughout the world if you you're saying hey I've been watching these programs and I want to get connected with this ministry Paul said something he said those that sow sparingly reap sparingly but those that sow bountifully will reap bountifully when you partner with the ministry you get that ministry's results and benefits that's the word so if you would like to become a faith partner with us and you're saying, I want to take this gospel, I want to help you get this gospel to as many people as I can, then please contact us. We have several different outlets you can contact us and become a partner with us today. We thank you for watching. We appreciate every single one of you. Keep walking by faith, keep standing on the word, and I'll see you here next week. Be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264. Haswell, Virginia two four six five one. You may also reach us at two seven six nine seven one two three three three. You may also request information at acceleratefaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at as well.